the, the he, but he that giveth is a flourish like a branch. Praise God. There is that that scattereth and yet increaseth. I see you joining that company today. I see you joining that company today. The truth of the matter is that God is a very fastidious God. What we give to God matters a lot to him. God does not just accept anything. When you read from the book of Genesis, right from Genesis, God made it very clear that he does not just accept anything. Any person of value has standards. If you enter this church, you know you have standards. Praise God. When I listen to your sound, I look at your choir, I look at the structure, order, the program. Since I sat in, I can see that this is a church with a standard. I thought you'd clap your hands for yourself and your pastor. Praise God. Right from Genesis, the first time we saw God angry in Genesis was not when man sinned. It was when somebody brought him a wrong offering. Offerings matter to God a lot. All through scripture. God doesn't joke with his money. Can you tell your neighbor and say God doesn't joke with his money? He doesn't. And the reason why he doesn't joke with money when it comes to the way he deals with us is because nothing competes for the place of God in your life than money. Most people think Satan is a competitor. Satan is not a competitor. The principal competitor for the place of God in the human heart is money. He says, no one can serve two masters. You will either serve God and serve him with your money, or you will serve God and you serve your money. You are either with mammon or you are in bed with God. Praise God. Praise God. So Abel and Cain brought an offering. And God said, this one I like, this one I don't like. Tonight, somebody will bring God an offering that he will accept. Give me a believing amen. Amen. So, God does not, I just don't have time to walk you through the many kinds of offerings we can give in scripture. There's a purposeful offering you can give. There's a percentage offering you can give. And there's a prompted offering you can give. There's a planned offering you can give. And uh, it's also a precious offering you can give. Praise God. And when you walk into scripture, you realize that Anytime a precious offering was sold, there was an immediate response. A precious seed always provokes immediate response. Always, always. Anywhere somebody dropped a precious seed, God manifested. Jesus showed up. The Holy Ghost showed up. From Genesis to Revelation, you see it. Praise God. After the flood of Noah, in the book of Genesis chapter 8 verse 21, 20 and 21, the Bible said, and after this, Noah laid up an altar and he sacrificed on that altar. He took of every clean beast and offered a sacrifice unto God. And when you go to verse 21, the Bible said, verse 21, give me 21, and the Lord smelled a soothing. In fact, the King James says he smelled a sweet sabbath. A sweet sabbath. The next time you see that word is in Philippians. When they gave an offering, Paul said, you have brought a, a sacrifice acceptable. We're pleasing unto God. Then he pronounced a blessing, my God, shall supply all your needs. I don't want to get ahead of myself. God smelt the sacrifice. He, the, the sacrifice was made on earth. God smelt it in heaven. Praise God. And the moment he smelt it, when you look, go, go to verse 21. The Bible said, when he smelt it, he said in his heart, tonight, God will say something in his heart concerning your life. I said, God will say something strategic concerning your life. God smelt it and he said in his heart, I will never again. Somebody say never again. I will not again curse the ground for man's sake. That was the first time. You have heard God does not change his mind. But when you look at this scripture, it doesn't look like that. God changes his mind. One of the things that can make God change his mind is offering. Praise God. When a strategic offering is laid on the altar, God changes his mind. God changes his mind. 
And tonight, someone, God will change his mind about you. God will change his mind in your favor. Give me a louder amen. The same Genesis, he came to Abraham. He said, Abraham, after 25 years, take now thy son. Genesis 22, verse 1 and 2. Take now thy son, thy only son, whom thou lovest, and go unto a land which I will show you, and there you shall offer him. And the Bible said in verse 3, And in the morning, Abraham arose and saddled an ass, and went off and offered Isaac unto God. And when he did the sacrifice, verse 16, Genesis 22, verse 16, the Bible said, the moment he did that, an angel of the Lord appeared. I want you to follow me closely. I told you that every time a precious seed is offered, there's an immediate response from heaven. When no one laid the altar there, God spoke and responded. When Abraham picked Isaac, he was ready. I mean, by, by faith, when you come to Hebrews, we are told that by faith, Abraham offered Isaac. So before Abraham picked up the knife, he had already offered Isaac in the spirit. By faith, he offered him. When he picked the knife and offered him immediately, the Bible said, an angel of the Lord spoke from heaven and said, Abraham, don't touch it. You have already done it in your heart. You have finished what I need you to do. And when you look at verse 17, he said, now I know you fear me because you have not heard without thy son, thy only son whom thou loveth for me. Verse 17. That in blessing, somebody say that in blessing. Shouted in blessing. So there is blessing and there is in blessing. In fact, in the book of Hebrews, when the apostle was exhorting us to learn from Abraham's example, what he said was that was this. He said in the book of Hebrews, chapter 6, verse 12. He said that he be not slothful, King James says, but be you followers of them who through faith and patience inherit or obtain the promises. Verse 13, he said, for when God made the promise to Abraham, because he could swear by none greater, he swore by himself, saying, surely in blessing I will bless thee, and multiplying I will multiply thee. For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath for a confirmation is to them an end of all strife. Wherein God, willing more abundantly, to show to the heirs of the promise the immutability of his counsel, he confirmed it by an oath that by two immutable things it was impossible for God to lie. Am I communicating somebody here? Now, God spoke to Abraham. He said, Abraham, I've settled it for good. Surely in blessing, I will bless thee. There is always something you do to bring you into the sure blessings of God. Sure blessings. None of Abraham's biological seed ever needed to pray for money. But all of them had much more than they needed. All of them. Isaac had it. In fact, he was so blessed, a whole nation envied him. Jacob was so blessed. He said, with this stuff, I went over. But by the time he came back, he carried two bands. More than he could carry. Tonight, I want you to provoke a blessing that will be more than you can carry. Can somebody give me a believing amen here? Give me a believing amen here. First Kings 17. We looked at a widow gathering sticks with her last meal. Last meal. And then the prophet Elijah appears and said, give me something to eat. He said, you mean it? If you are hungry, you have visited the wrong place. Because what I have here is my last meal. And by the way, I have a child also. You are an old man, you are a prophet. If you are a genuine prophet, you can even fast. So, leave us to eat and die. You see, you, sometimes there is a seed in your hand. That is the only seed that you have. It is the kind of seed that when you eat, you will die. But why will you eat and die when you can give it and leave? Praise God. Why will you eat it and die when there is an opportunity for you to give it and leave? The woman gave it. And immediately, the Bible said, the cruise never failed. And the bread was constantly supplied until the time God supplied water. Immediate response. Somebody say immediate response. Can we continue to talk about this without talking about Solomon? One night, when he became king, 
When an offering that people were giving, some gave one, some, I mean, God started with one. One bull was enough. Ten was okay. Twenty, that was quite a lot. But this man counted one, two, three, four, five, all the way to thousand. And then he laid it on the altar. The Bible said, in that same night, God appeared unto him. Now listen, when we talk about offerings and giving, if you don't understand it, you will never, never grow in your relationship with God. Praise God. Let it there. The same night, God appeared. He didn't appear to him because he had fasted for 40 days. He didn't appear to him because he was a prayer warrior. He didn't appear to him because he could fast. He didn't appear to him because he was one of the horses, faithful, constant, every day there. No, that was not the kind of person Solomon was. He laid it all down at the moment. And the Bible said, God appeared unto him. And said, ask what you want. Praise God. Ask what you want. A widow. One day Jesus sat in the temple. People were dropping offerings. One widow brought in everything that she had. The Bible says that was her living. She dropped it into the altar. The moment she dropped it, Jesus singled her out. Immediately Jesus singled her. You remember Jesus was in Bethany and while he was there, just getting ready to die, a woman comes with a whole year's salary. Purchases a, a precious ointment and pours it on him. And while he's doing that, he's wiping it with the hair. And the moment she did that, Judah said, ah, 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 ah. We thought you came to save us. We didn't know you came for yourself. Praise God. The spirit of Judas is still here. Praise God. Every time a precious seed is being given, that is the time people tell us about the poor. But let me tell you, you don't always get an opportunity to sow a precious seed. Praise God. You don't. It doesn't come always. It doesn't come always. When you read the book of Philippians, Paul was talking about, he said, you were careful for me by your lack of opportunity. You were careful. You really wanted to sow, but there was no opportunity. And when the opportunity came and they sowed, you saw the end result that came into their lives. The same thing with the Philippian church. Praise God. Let's read that scripture because it will help somebody. Philippians chapter. Philippians 5, 4, verse 15 to 19. He said, now you Philippians know that at the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, that no church communicated with me concerning giving and receiving but ye only. For even in Thessalonica, verse number 16, you sent once and again, somebody say once and again, once and again unto my necessity. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. For I have all I abound, having received of Epiphanes the things that were sent unto me, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God, an order of a sweet meal, well-pleasing to God. Then he said, my God. Somebody say, my God. The moment that sacrifice went, his God had to step in. Praise God. His God stepped in. Listen tonight. My God, the God of uh, Pastor Daniel, the God of Dr. Otabel, that God will step in for someone. In the mighty name of Jesus, let your aiming be with faith. So, what is a precious seed? When we talk about a precious seed, what exactly do we mean? A precious seed is a seed that is sown in tears. A precious seed is a seed sown in tears. Somebody say a precious seed. 
is a seed sown in tears. That's a precious seed. You sow it in tears. Psalm 125. There that sow in tears. Psalm 125, verse 126, verse 5 and 6. There that sow in tears shall reap in joy. There that sow in tears. He said, he that goeth forth, bearing precious seed. He that goeth forth, and weepeth, bearing precious seed. While you are casting it, you are weeping. While you are casting it, it's painful, but you are letting it go. That is a precious seed. Nobody sows a precious seed with laughter. Praise God. But everybody reaps the harvest of a precious seed with great laughter. He said, he that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Praise God. Praise God. What's a precious seed? A precious seed is a seed that costs you something. Seed that costs you something. Somebody say, seed that costs me something. 2 Samuel 24, 24. David said, I will not give anything to God that costs me nothing. I will not. I will not. I will not. I will not give something to God that costs me nothing. You are looking for a seed that will cost you something. When Abraham carried Isaac, an old man, 100 years old, climbing a mountain, going to offer his only son, that was a painful exercise. The sacrifice was painful enough. The climbing of a mountain was another challenge. He went all the way up and that was a precious seed. In the book of Acts, the Bible said, and as many as had land, sold it. They sold the land. They sold, if it were in our days, we talk about cars. Sold the land, sold the cars. Brought the money and laid it to apostles. That was a precious seed. Praise God. That's a precious seed. Precious seed is when you close an investment to sow as a seed. That's a precious seed. Praise God. Precious seed. Precious seed. What's a precious seed? A precious seed is a seed sown in times of great financial difficulty. That's a precious seed. You sow it in times of great financial difficulty. In the book of 2nd, 2nd Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1 to 7, the Bible said, moreover, King James, he said, moreover, we do you to wait of the grace of God, which is bestowed upon the churches of Macedonia. How that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and in their deep poverty. Somebody say deep poverty. Say deep poverty. Now, the word deep poverty means poverty to the very bottom. Praise God. Poverty to the very bottom. Deep poverty in their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. For I bear them record Yea, according to their power. For they were willing of themselves. According to their power. And beyond their power, they gave themselves. for Praying us with much entreaty that we might receive the gift. Somebody say the gift. Sowing precious seed. They were begging people to receive their precious seed. Praise God. What makes a precious seed valuable? That's my next question. What makes a precious seed valuable to God? Number one, a precious seed, what makes it valuable to God is that a precious seed is the greatest expression of love for God. It expresses your love for God. Bible says, for where? Matthew 6, 21. It says, for where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be also. It, the moment Abraham carried Isaac, he demonstrated to God he loved God more than he loved Isaac, more than he loved his wife. When you read the account of Solomon, before he offered the sacrifice, First Kings chapter 3, verse 1 to 3, he said, and Solomon loved the Lord, walking in all the commandments of God, blameless. Then verse 5, he said, and Solomon went to Gibeon and offered there a thousand burnt offerings. Love. When you are deeply in love with God, nothing is too much to give to him. 
I said, when you are deeply in love with God, nothing is too much to give to you. And you see, the same is also true on the other side. When you are deeply in love with God, nothing is too much for God to give to you. The Bible says we know, not we think, not we pray. All things work together for good for them that love God. And are they called according to his purpose. Romans 8.28 It says, I have not seen or hear heard. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 Neither have it entered into the heart of men. The things which God has prepared for them that love him. When you read the account of Timothy, he talks about the three categories of lovers in the last days. He talks about those who will be lovers of themselves. He talks about those who will be lovers of money. And he talks about those who will be lovers of God. And the people God will distinguish in the last days are those who are madly in love with him. I pray you become a lover of God. I pray you become a lover of God. David gave over and above First Chronicles chapter 29 verse 3. He said, moreover, because I have set my affection upon the house of my God, I have given over and above. Over and above. Every time I read that scripture, I see the great responsibility that is resident upon my life. Over and above. Over and above. I gave over and above. Over because my affection is set. Where your affection is set will always define where your material gift will go to. Praise God. It's always fake for a gentleman to love you, to tell you he loves you when he's not ready to part with anything for you as a woman. I tell ladies in our church, if the man cannot give and overgive, he's suspicious. He can't take you very far. Praise God. A man must give and overgive. By the time he starts talking, I've been giving, I've been giving. You are not giving me anything in return, suspect him. A man must give and over give. Greater love had no man, not no woman. Greater love had no man. That the man should lay down his life. There's nowhere in scripture you see Bible say, man, woman should lay down her life. For man. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Magdalene came. The reason why she could waste, as Judas called, he said this is a waste. The reason why she could waste a whole year's salary and wipe it with her because she, she was in love with Jesus. When you read Luke, he said, he that loved little uh, shall be loved little, but he that loveth much. Loving God is in degrees. Oh. Praise God. Loving God is in degrees. When you give 10 CDs, it's an expression of your love. Another gives $1,000 and it's still not money for him. Why? Because how can I express my love for you? Praise God. For all that you have done. David said, what shall I render unto you? What shall I render unto you? For all the benefits I've received. Number two. What makes a precious seed valuable? Because it communicates your honor and value for God. Somebody say your honor. My honor. Say my honor and value for God. Your honor and value for God. Everyone we honor, we give something substantial to them. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9 and 10. He said, honor the Lord with thy substance. And with the first fruit of all thy increase. Honor the Lord. Honor the Lord. When you read the book of uh, Malachi chapter 1 and verse 6 all the way to 8. He says, a son honors his father and a servant his master. If I be a father, where is my honor? And if I be a, ser- a master, where is my fear? And he began to dish it out to them. He said, you offer that which is polluted. You offer that which is blind. Offer it to your governors, whether they will accept it of you. Praise God. So, what you give to man, a man may not appreciate. You dare not bring it to God. 
Why will you bring money that fuel attendants have rejected? The stone that the bidders refuse. You carry it and you drop it into an offering bag. Sometimes you see people dropping a dollar note that cannot be accepted in any forest group. The bankers have received, refused it. (laughs) And they have dropped it. It communicates you have little honor and value for God. A precious seed flows out of a heart of honor. And never forget, the Bible said, them that honor me, I will honor. Them that honor me, I will honor. And when God begins to honor a man, (laughs) he just makes you an envy. May God make you an envy to your will. God shall make you an envy to your will. Number three, a precious seed communicates your faith in the supernatural provisions of God. Precious seed communicates your faith. Somebody say your faith. Your faith. Your faith. Your faith. faith. You see, from Wednesday since I came in, I've been telling you one thing. That when it comes to supernatural flow and supernatural prosperity, it does not answer to your job. It does not answer to your place of work. It answers to supernatural favor, which is unlocked on the platform of faith. It's unlocked on the platform of what? Faith. It's unlock on the platform of faith. Unlock on the platform of faith. When faith is in place, there is no telling what God can do with a man. When faith is in place, when faith is in place, there is no telling what God can do for a man. The Bible said, I'm the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? He said, with God, all things are possible. But not only with God. And he said, for if you can believe, all things are possible with, to him that believe it. So when you are in faith, you, are on the, you operate on the same platform with God. That things which are possible with God become two possibilities with you. Praise God. Demonstrate your faith. When the widow was asked, bring your last meal, it was very difficult, but her faith delivered it. Her faith delivered. It was her last meal. There was no balance after that, but in faith, she responded. And by faith, her supplies continued to flow until the famine was over. The Bible said by faith, when Abraham, Abraham offered, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 17, by faith, Abraham offered Isaac, by faith, when God told him, he offered up his only son. He who had received promises, offered up his only begotten son, accounting that God was able to raise him up. That's faith. You see, faith reasons differently. The people who are very logical, they operate a certain kind of faith. And the people who are very spiritual, they also operate a certain kind of faith. Faith is not senseless. Faith has sense, but its sense operates differently. Praise God. The Bible said he was accounted. By faith, he accounted that God was able to raise him from the dead. He was accounted. Tonight, whatever God will ask us to do, you'll be accounted. You'll be taking some account, taking some records. What will happen? That's what the sense, the natural sense does. But when that time comes, calculate it in faith. Praise God. Calculate it in faith. Number four, a precious seed communicates your hunger and desperation for the blessing. Somebody say my hunger. Your hunger and desperation for the blessing. You see, we are all not hungry the same way. We are all not hungry the same way. Our hunger differs from person to person. There are some people who are very hungry. Others can't be bothered because they are okay where they are. They are are too satisfied. But the Bible says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst. For they shall be filled. Matthew 5, 6. In the book of Isaiah chapter 44, verse 3. He said, for I will pour water upon him that is thirsty and flask upon the dry ground. He said, I will pour my, my blessing upon thy offspring and my spirit upon thy seed. In the book of John, he said, who, everyone that thirsted, let him come. 
Let him come and drink. Then Jesus said on the last day, that great day of the feast, he stood there and said, any man that tested, let him come. Listen, not everybody gets to receive from God. It takes an hunger to receive from God. It takes an hunger to receive from God. Tonight is a covenant night. Praise God. Somebody's level will change supernaturally from tonight. Can I have a believing amen here? Your, your financial state will never be the same again. Somebody give me a believing amen. Give me a louder amen. What can a precious seed do? Quickly. What can a precious seed do? Number one, a precious seed brings you into a covenant relationship with God. Brings you into a covenant. Somebody say a covenant relationship. Say a covenant relationship. A precious seed. In the book of Psalm 50 verse 5, it said, gather my sins unto me. Those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. It brings you into a covenant relationship with God. When we talk about a covenant relationship, that is a kind of relationship where your matter becomes God's matter. Your enemies becomes his enemies. You remember when Abraham cut a covenant by sacrifice with God. One night, when Abimelech decided to take his wife, God appeared to him in the night. At the night, Abraham was probably sleeping. He didn't know what was going on. But while he was sleeping, Abimelech was ready. God appeared and said, Abraham, if you want to die, touch that woman. Why? Because that is not Abraham's wife. That is my wife. Praise God. Immediately, the Bible said, the wombs of every woman in the palace was closed. When you are in covenant, you don't pray against your enemies. God deals with them without prayer. Am I communicating here? When you enter a covenant with God, Chichirino, Chichirino, Chichirino will not be your song. Am I communicating here? You have been praying, Chichirino, Chichirino, mommy. And so the more you teach it, the more the enemy seems to be loose. Because there is something you must do that can silence your enemy for good. Am I communicating here tonight? Number two. A precious seed is the doorway to sure blessing. Somebody say doorway. Somebody say doorway. The doorway to sure blessings is a precious seed. Genesis chapter 22 verse 16. Verse 15. Genesis 22 verse 15 and 16. He said, verse 15. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time. Verse 16. He says, and said, by myself I have sworn, saith the Lord. Please look at that scripture with me. By myself I have sworn, saith the Lord. Now look at how God puts it. He said, because thou has done this thing. Can you say that? Thou has done what? There is something you do to come into a certain level of blessing. There is something you do. He said, because you have done this thing. This was a man who had received promises. More than 10 chapters away. But the blessing was not speaking. Walk with God for over 25 years, he was still carrying the blessing. But the moment he did what God would have him do, the blessing began to flow. From tonight, certain blessings that have long been withheld from you shall begin to flow. In the mighty name of Jesus, the blessing will flow to you from strange places. In the mighty name of Jesus, shout a believing amen. Shout a louder amen. Your blessings is the blessing that will outlive your generation. The Bible said the just man walks in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. Psalm 112 verse 1 to 3. It said, praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. That delighted greatly in his commandment. He said, his seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Abraham's generation was blessed. Everyone in his lineage biologically is blessed. Israel will continue to be a blessed nation. No matter what Arabia, uh, the Arabs nations will ever do, Israel perpetually remains a blessed nation. In fact, everyone that is born again is equally blessed through Abraham. And it was simply through one particular act. 
Praise God. I tell people the greatest investment you can make for your children is not investment in bank or gold. Praise God. The greatest investment is investment in the things of God. Praise God. The greatest investment. Let me tell you. The Bible said in the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 19. It said lay up not treasure for yourselves. Lay it not up treasure for yourselves on earth. We have all kinds of investments. But one bad wind can blow everything away. That's why in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 17 to 19. He says, I charge them that are rich in the world that they be not high minded. Nor trust in uncertain riches but in the living God who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. He said that they do good. That they be rich in good works. Now please follow me. That they be rich in good works. Ready to, willing to communicate. Ready to distribute. He said, that they may lay up for themselves. As laying up in store for themselves. So you can lay it up or you can lay it on earth. But the word to lay it up is to distribute. Praise God. You distribute and you lay it up for yourself. How powerful is a precious seed? A precious seed ushers you into a season of unending financial flow. It ushers you into a season of unending financial flow. Financial flow. Financial flow. I see finances flowing to you. I said I see finances flowing to you. Between now and the end of the year, every month your harvest shall be more. Can somebody give me a believing amen? By the time 2018 is over, no matter whatever Satan has stolen from you, no matter whatever it is you have lost, the Bible said, I will restore unto you that which is the, the canker worm, the years that the canker worm, the papa worm, and the locusts have eaten. I will restore. God cannot just restore what you lost in a year. He will restore unto you what years. The years, not one year. The yes. The yes. There's a price for restoration. Somebody said there's a price. There's a price for restoration. There's a price. When the widow gave it out, the Bible says she and her house, they continued to feed and feed and feed and feed until the rain came. I see you feeding like that. I said I see you feeding like that. fifth thing is that it revokes curses and terminates captivities. It revokes. Someone say it revokes. Curses and terminates captivity. One day King David counted the children of Israel and an evil wind began to blow. Then by revelation he got to know that when you are in a season of captivity why you don't know where to turn. You remember in the book of Psalm 126, he said, when the Lord turned our captivity, when the Lord turned our captivity, what provoked the captivity? They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. When you are in captivity, one of the things you can do is to raise a precious seed or a sacrifice. The moment David raised the sacrifice, the Bible said in 2 Samuel, chapter 24, verse 24, he said, then the plague ceased. I don't know the plague that is on your life. Some of you, you are dealing with marital plague. You are in the family, you are number three or four in the family, 30 something. Nobody is proposing. When they propose, they fail. When the proposal comes, sometimes you'll be very close to it and an evil wind will blow it away. Listen, tonight marks the end of that captivity. That captivity is broken for good. A year about this time, you'll be celebrating here. As a married man, as a married woman. Can somebody give me a believing amen? amen. Give me a believing amen. amen. A precious seed in closing brings you into blessings that no amount of money can buy. Somebody say no amount of money. You see, when we give money, people don't understand. 
But money is the least of things you can give. Praise God. Money is, we give money in essence for all kinds of things. Right? In fact, every time you drop a seed, you are sending it for things money cannot buy. Money cannot buy. Every time you sow a valuable seed, there are things you are exchanging it for that are more valuable than money. There's a book I've written which I'm here to publish. It's the truth about money. And in that book, I talked about 12 things that are more important than money. 12 things. They are more valuable than money. Money is one of the least things. When you are very poor, money is the most important to you. But when you are very rich, money is one of the least things in your life. The poor things, money is the most important. When you think that money is the most important thing, it's one of the sure signs that you are very poor. Praise God. The Bible talks about the Philippian church. He says, you gave once and again unto my necessity. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. <laughs> once verse 18. He said, I have all. I abound. Having received of Epiphraditus the things which were sent unto me. A sacrifice, a, a, an order of a sweet smell. A sacrifice acceptable. Well pleasing to God. Now look at what he says. He said, my God. Somebody say, my God. Say, my God shall supply money. No, is that what he says? My God shall supply with dollars. My God shall supply you with what? All your need according to his riches in glory. All your need. Money is one of your needs, but it's not all. Praise God. On Tuesday, on Wednesday, I told you. There is an evil disease which is very common. The Bible talks about an evil disease. In Ecclesiastes chapter 6 verse 1 and 2. He said there is an, an evil which I have seen. Which is very common among men. A man to whom God has given riches, wealth and honor. That he lacks nothing. Everything he wants is available. But he has not given him the power to eat thereof. He said this is an evil affliction. Praise God. As I close. When is the best time? To give a precious seed. When is the best time to give a precious seed? When is the best time to give a precious seed? When you are in dire need of a financial miracle. When you are in dire need of a financial. You heard Cynthia's testimony. You don't lose your cars and then you respond and go and give. Praise God. You lose your cars. Your house is flooded. You lose valuables. And God says, go and give. That's a crazy time to give. That's a crazy time to give. When you are in need of a financial miracle. And this is Ghana. I'm also in Ghana. Praise God. If you are in Ghana presently and you don't need a financial miracle, I don't know where you are. Praise God. Financial miracle. That is one. When you are in dire need of a miracle, financial miracle. Number two, when you desire to bring a permanent end to a cycle of financial captivities. Every time, every now and then, you are in need. Almost every now. You are borrowing and borrowing and borrowing and borrowing and you are never having enough. No amount of money is ever enough for you. That is the time to let go of a precious seed. Praise God. That's the valuable time to go. To let go of a precious seed. When is the best time? Whenever you get the opportunity. Somebody say, whenever you get the opportunity. Whenever you get the opportunity to sow a precious seed, it's a good time to sow it. Praise God. It's a good time to sow it. One of the things that makes we see the scripture, my God shall supply all your need, was the fact that the Philippians sees the opportunity to sow a precious seed. Let's go to Philippians chapter 4. I close with that. Philippians chapter 4. Verse 10. Philippians chapter 4, verse 10. 
He says, but I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last your care of me has flourished again. For wherein you were also careful, but you lacked opportunity. Somebody say you lack opportunity. They lack the opportunity to give. They lack it. I know in this conference, some of you have sold some seeds. But I'm not sure I would describe that as a precious seed. Praise God. I'm I'm not sure I would want to describe a precious seed. Praise God. God sent me here to push you from one level of financial prosperity to another. Listen, I'm not speaking to you as someone who is a theoretician. I'm speaking to you as a practitioner. Praise God. Praise God. I gave my first car seed before I was 30. Praise God. bought it for my assistant pastor. Myself and my wife. And after that, <laughs> I've given one Highlander to God. Stand. That's one of our deacons. He's Dr. Ejimin. One of our church deacons in Accra here. CRV. I gave it. Highlander. I gave it. When, when I'm talking about precious seed, I'm not talking about 100 Ghana, 1,000 Ghana. That's not a precious seed. That seed doesn't cost you anything. When I gave my CRV, I worked for almost one year. That's a precious seed. The one that you, you walk about carrying taxis up and down. That's a precious seed. That's a precious seed. You, you would want to know what has happened afterwards. I won't tell you. When you plug in into it, you will see what will happen. You see, we don't talk about, you can take your seat. We don't talk about what these things done. When you experience it, talking becomes something later you do. Am I communicating here? One time, after I gave my Highlander out, that one, I think I worked for six months. And after six months, when I was ready to get another car, the car came. And I needed a certain amount of money to have it sorted out. I was one early in the morning I was somewhere. Somebody called me. He called me. I said, hey, what are you calling me this early for? He said, Papa, where are you? I said, I'm at so and so place. What is the problem? Are you bringing me money? Praise God. Because I'm a sower. Praise God. He said, God spoke to me and my wife to bring you this amount of money. Praise God. That was over 10,000 Ghana cities. Praise God. He and his wife, they brought it cash. Collected it like this. <laughs> Praise God. I'm not talking about giving something that you can still go and be breathing and be rejoicing. When we finish, when you are going, you are just laughing. That's not a precious seed. That's not a precious seed. A precious seed. By the time you drop a precious virtue goes out of you. Virtue goes out of you. Praise God. I won't tell you my age. Praise God. But what God has done for me at my age, even if he doesn't do anything, I'm okay. Praise God. But there is so much more he wants to do for me. After giving those two cars out, the next thing and getting one for myself. In fact, the one I bought, I was... I bought it to give to my wife on our 10th wedding anniversary. But when I used it for a while, I realized that no, this woman, the way she has stood with me, served me, loved me, and done the ministry with me, I should not give her a car abuse. So I will believe God for a car for her. Praise God. As I speak with you today, I have a car package somewhere that will be ready to deliver to her. Now listen. Don't clap for me. Don't clap for me. I didn't come for your clap. I came to challenge and provoke your faith. Am I communicating here? I came to challenge and provoke your faith. Nobody ever gives to God to lose. Praise God. I've come close to too many near-death accidents. But I'm too valuable to God to perish. You see, there is a way you can carry yourself. No matter who is against you on the outside, 
God must defend your cause. Because you matter to the kingdom. I pray that you become that one, that individual that matters to the kingdom of God. See it. See it. Somebody died and came back to life because he was a giver. She died and people stood by her deathbed. When she was laid in state, the people said, no, if you are dying, we are also dying with you. Because our very life, our lives are intricately interwoven with your life. When you go, we are gone. You are dead, but we are living dead. Because you are dead. Praise God. And God woke the, that lady up. He said, no, you must live again. Praise God. You must live again. I don't know what this precious seed God is going to demand from you tonight will do for your life. Some of you, it's just, it may be in essence for your life. Praise God. You may, you never know it. I believe if God have not prompted me to sow certain seeds, maybe I would have been gone. Praise God. I would have been gone by now. I would have been gone. The Bible said, blessed is he that considered the poor. The Lord shall deliver him from his enemies. Nobody. Nobody. Tonight, I want you to bow down your heads and speak to God. Bow down your head. Nobody leaves the building. If you want to leave, let me finish before you leave. Bow down your heads for a moment. Allow the Holy Ghost to speak to you. There are people outside. Everybody bow down your heads. Nobody leaves. Those of you who are on outside, please, everybody, nobody should leave. Just bow down your heads. There's a seed. That's there. There's a seed in your hand tonight. You have saved it up somewhere. Maybe you have lost something. And that is about the only thing you have left. It may be a car. It may be a landed property. It may be an investment. God is speaking to you tonight. He's about to change your level. He's speaking to you tonight.